Ihya Ulamuddin by Imam Ghazali. Chapter 8 Recitation of the Quran. All praise is due to God who showered blessings on his servants by sending the revealed book and the prophets. This Quran does not contain any false stories of the past or the future. It is a revelation from the Most High, the Almighty. Therein there is food for reflection for those who are thoughtful and there is true stories of former nations. By this help, walk on straight path becomes easy as the commands and prohibitions were expressed there in clear terms and the lawful and the unlawful things are made clear. It is a light and therein there is cure for the disease of the mind. God destroyed those who opposed the Quran. God misguides one who seeks knowledge other than that of the Quran. It is a firm rope of God, clear light and the firmest tie. There is everything in it, small and great. There is no end to its miracle. It's ever fresh, new to the reciters. It's a guide for the past and the future. The jinn heard it and warned their people. They said, we have heard a wonderful Quran. It is a guide. We believe in it and did not set up anything with our Lord. Those who advised according to it told the truth. Those who held it firm found guidance. Those who acted upon it got salvation. God says, I have revealed it and I will certainly preserve it. The modes of preserving the Quran are the following. Committing to memory, writing it in papers, to recite it always, to read it in prayer, to explain it and comment on it. It will be discussed in sections as following. Section 1. The Excellence of the Quran The Prophet said, If a man thinks that those who have given to others is better than it considered little, the dearest thing to God, he said, Prophets, angels or anybody else cannot be better intercessors in rank than the Quran. The Prophet said, if the Quran is kept within skin, burning fire will never go near it nor touch it. The Prophet said, Recitation of the Quran is the best divine service of my followers. He said, God recited chapter Tua and Yasin 1000 years before creation. When the angels heard them, they said, How fortunate are they on whom this will be revealed. How fortunate are those who commit them to memory. How fortunate are the tongues which broadcast them. The Prophet said, The best of you is one who learns the Quran and teaches it. He said, God says, If a man cannot pray or invoke me on account of him being engaged in the recitation of the Quran, I will give him better rewards than those who express gratefulness. He said, two people will stand in the mountain of Musk on the day of judgment. There will be no fear and will render no accounts. Even they will be free from the wants of men. Number one, he who recites the Quran for the pleasure of God. Number two, he who becomes a leader of the people who remain satisfied with him. The Prophet said, a reciter of the Quran belongs to the family of God and his sincere servant. He said, Rust falls on heart as it falls on iron. 
The Prophet was asked, O Messenger of God, how can the rust be removed? He said, by reciting the Quran and by remembering death. The Prophet said, God hears the recitation of the Quran more attentively than the master of a singing girl. A wise man said, Hazrat Abu Umara Baheli said, Recite the Quran. This hanging book will not deceive you. God will not punish one who commits it to memory. Hazrat Ibn Mas'ud said, When you wish to acquire knowledge, select the Quran as it is the best embodiment of the knowledge of the previous and the future generations. He said, quoting the saying of the Prophet, You will get ten rewards in lieu of each word of it. Be aware, I am not saying that Alif Lam Meme is a word, but Alif is a word, Lam is a word, and Meme is a word. He said, Let nobody amongst you ask anything about himself except the Quran. If he loves the Quran and remains satisfied with it, he loves God and his Prophet, and if he disrespects the Quran, he disrespects God and his Prophet. Hazrat Amr bin As said, Every verse of the Quran is a door of paradise and a light in your house. He said, He who recites the Quran open, opens as it is a door of prophethood by his two sides, but no revelation will come to him. Abu Huraira said, The provisions of the inmates of the house in which the Quran is recited increases, their good becomes more, angels remain present there and the devils go away. The provisions of the inmates of the house in which the Quran is not recited become strained, their welfare diminishes, the angels go out and the devils come in. Ahmad bin Hanbal said, I saw God in a dream. I asked him, O oh God, for what thing one can come near to you? He said, O oh Ahmad, my means of my qalam, the Quran. I asked him, O Lord, by means of its understanding or not? He said, Yes, whether you understand its meaning or not. Fazil bin Yais said, One who commits the Quran to memory is the bearer of the standard of Islam. He should not hold useless talks with those who hold useless talks. He should not forget the Quran as others do. Imam Sufyan Saori said, When a man recites the Quran, an angel kisses his forehead. Amr bin Ma'moon said, If a man recites 100 verses of the Quran after morning prayer, God will give him the rewards of the actions of the inhabitants of the entire world. Once Khalid bin Uqba came to the Prophet and asked, Read out to me the Quran. He read out to him, God enjoins you to do justice and good. He said to the Prophet, Recite again. He read it again and then said, By God, therein there is sweetness, heightness, its lower portion has got bases, its upper has got fruits, and it is not the word of a man. Hassan al-Basri said, By God, there is no greater wealth than the Quran, and there is no want after the Quran. Fuzel said, if a man recites the last portion of Surah Hashr and dies on that day, a seal of martyrdom is imprinted on him. If he reads it in the evening and dies in the night, a seal of martyrdom is imprinted on him. 
Ali bin Abu Talib said, three things increase the power of memory and removes scum. Tooth stick, fasting and the recitation of the Quran. Punishment for heedless recitation. Hadrat Anas said, there are some men who recite the Quran but they don't understand them. Abu Suleiman Darani said the angels of hell will arrest those who commit the Quran to memory but become disobedient to God. Ibn Mas'ud said those who have committed the Quran to memory should get acquainted with the night when the people remain asleep and should be sorry when the people commit sins and make enjoyments during daytime. They will weep when the people will laugh. They will remain silent when the people will hold useless talks. The Prophet said, recite the Quran till it prohibits you to do evil deeds. If it does not prohibit you, it will not be considered as your recitation, meaning you did not recite it. The Prophet said, he who knows the unlawful things of the Quran as lawful does not believe in the Quran. Ibn Mas'ud said, the Quran was revealed to you for doing actions, so translate your recitation into actions. There are men amongst you who recite the Quran from the first to the last and do not omit a single word but do not translate it into actions. There is in the Torahs. God said, O my servant, are you not ashamed of me? If a letter from your friend comes to you in journey, you at once come and to the side of the road and read with attentive mind every word and sentence and you do not omit anything from it. But I sent my book to you, and I am seeing with what attentive mind you are reading it, and how you have followed its commands and prohibitions. But you have turned your face away from it. O oh, my servant, have you considered it more meaningful to you, that your letter's friend is more meaningful than the book of God? I am present to you. I am speaking with you. But you have turned your mind away from me. Have I become more mean to you than your friend? Section 2 External Rules on Reciting the Quran There are 10 external rules for reciting the Quran. Number 1. Make ablution, face the Kaaba, without showing pride in sitting with the head downwards just like sitting of a student before his teacher. The best way to recite the Quran is in prayer standing in a mosque. God says they remember God standing, sitting and lying on their sides and ponder over the creations of the heaven and the earth. In this verse, every condition has been said in order of excellence, first standing, then sitting and then lying down. Ali ibn Abu Talib said, if a man recites a portion of the Quran in the prayer standing, 100 rewards are written for him for every word. If a man recites a portion of the Quran sitting in prayer, 50 rewards are written for him for every word. If a man recites the Quran outside the prayer with ablution, 25 rewards are written for him for every word. If a man recites the Quran without ablution, 10 rewards are written for him for every word. Abu Dhar Ghaffari said, To make much prostration at daytime and to pray long at night are better. Number two, the quantity of Quran recitation. There are many different rules for the readers about the quantity of recitation of the Quran. Some finish the whole Quran in a day and night, some twice, some thrice and some once in a month. The best way is the Prophet said in a hadith. 
He who finishes the Quran within less than three days cannot gain the knowledge of the rules of the religion as hasty reading cannot clearly be recited. Aisha said to a man who recited the Quran hastily, This man neither recites the Quran nor remains silent. The Prophet ordered Abdullah bin Amr to finish the Quran once a week. Some of the companions followed this rule. They were Usman bin Affan, Said bin Zaid, Ibn Mas'ud, Ubay bin Qa'ab, and others. So, there are several modes of finishing the Quran once a day or night, once a month, once a week, or with seven equal portions in a day. The Quran was first free from irab or dots above and below. It was Hassan al-Basri said, there is no harm in giving irab to the Quran. It is commendable to read the Quran slowly. The object of the Quran reading is to ponder and there are fixed places therein for slow reading. The Prophet explained every word and every sentence separately. Ibn Abbas said, I prefer to read Surah Baqarah and Imran slowly and to ponder about them to read them carefully. Weeping at the time of recitation of the Quran is also commendable as the Prophet said, recite the Quran and weep. If you cannot weep, assume weeping attitude. The Prophet said, he who does not read the Quran with sweet tone is not one of us. Saleh Marbi said, I recited the Quran in a dream before the Prophet. He said, O Saleh, where is your weeping in reciting the Quran? Ibn, Mas Ibn Abbas said, When you read the verse of prostration, don't prostrate soon till you weep. If the eyes of any one of you do not shed tear, let him weep by his heart. The mode of weeping by force is to bring sorrows to the mind. He who cannot bring sorrows to his mind and can also bring weeping. The Prophet said the Quran has been revealed for sorrow. When you read it in a sorrowful mode, the mode of bringing sorrow is to ponder over the words of warning and punishment inside the Quran. Fulfill your duty of every verse. If you read the verse of prostration, prostrate. If you read the verse from another, make prostration but do it without ablution. There are 14 prostrations in the Quran. Prostration is perfect when takbir is recited therein. God says, fall down in prostration, glorify and praise your Lord. There are conditions of prostration like conditions of prayer to cover the private parts, to face the Kaaba, to have the mind and body and cloth pure. Recite takbir for prostration, then fall in prostration, then raise up your head with takbir and then return salam. A follower will follow the leaders in prostration without reciting the Quran. When you begin to recite the Quran, recite, I seek refuge to God from the accursed devil. Then recite chapter Nas and then Fatiha. When you finish the Qur'an, say, O God, show mercy on me for the Qur'an. Make it for me a guide, a light, a leader, and a mercy. O God, remind me what I have forgotten therefrom. Teach me what I don't know therefrom. And give me provisions of reading it by day and night and make it a proof for me, O Lord of the universe. To recite the Qur'an with sound. Recite the Qur'an with such sound as you may hear it. The meaning of reciting is that you will hear yourself what is recited. 
read it with such sound and prayer that you will hear yourself when you recite it. If you do not hear it, your prayer will not be valid. The Prophet said, As secret charity brings more reward than open charity, so secret Quran reading brings more reward than open Quran reading with sound. In another narration, reading the Quran with sound is like open charity and silent Quran reading is like secret charity. There is in a hadith that the reward of secret deed is 70 times more than that of the open deed. The Prophet said, what gives consolation is a good provision and secret zikr is the best zikr. There is in a hadith, don't recite the Quran with loud voice between the sunset and the night prayers. The Prophet heard one party of his companions reciting the Quran with loud noise in the night prayer and considered it right. The Prophet said, if any of you stands to pray Isha, let him recite the Quran openly as the angels and the inmates of the house hear Quran reading and pray for him in lieu for his prayers. The Prophet saw his three companions in different conditions. When passing by Abu Bakr, he heard him reading silently and asked him about it. He said, He with whom I speak can hear me. While passing Omar, he heard him reciting the Quran with a loud voice. He asked him and said, I am waking up the heedless and the sleeping men and driving away the devil. The Prophet passed by Bilal and frowned him, reading some verses silently and some verses with sound. Onbis asked, he said, I am mixing good verses with good verses. The Prophet said, each one of you has done well. In other words, he who fears show should read it silently. Open reading awakens the mind and centers the thoughts on one thing. It is better to recite the Quran by seeing it as to look at the Quran is also Worship. To read the Quran slowly and with sweet voice is Sunnah. The Prophet said, God did not order sweet voice for anything except for the Quran. He said, He who does not read the Quran with sweet voice is not one of us. It is narrated that the Prophet was waiting one night for Aisha as she was late in coming. The Prophet asked her, what prevented you from coming? She said, O oh, Prophet of God, I was hearing the Quran reading of a man. I never heard such a sweet voice. The Prophet came to him and heard his recitation for a long time and said, Name of this man is Salim, the slave of Abu Huraira. All praise is due to God who created such a man amongst my followers. One night the Prophet heard Quran reading of Ibn Mas'ud with Abu Bakr and Omar and they remained there for a long time and the Prophet said if anybody wishes the Quran to be read with sweet voice and slowly let him hear the person who is reading the Quran. The Prophet said to Ibn Mas'ud read out the Quran to me. He said O Prophet of God I am reading it to you it has been revealed to you. The Prophet said I wish to hear it from you. When he was reading the Qur'an before him, the eyes of the Prophet began to shed tears. The Prophet said after hearing the Qur'an reading of Abu Musa, This voice has been given to him from the sweet voices of Dawood. Abu Musa said on hearing it, O Prophet of God, if I had known that you would hear it, I would have read it with a sweeter voice. When the companions of the Prophet gathered together, they told one another to recite the Qur'an, Omar ibn al-Khattab once asked Abu Musa, Remember your Lord. He began to read the Quran before him. When the prayer time came, 
Omar was reminded of the prayer to which he said, Are we not in the midst of a prayer? There is a hint in this verse of God. God's remembrance is the greatest. The Prophet said, If a man hears a verse of God's book, there will be light for him on the day of judgment. There is in Hadith that ten rewards are written for such a person. Section 3. The Internal Rules of the Reading of the Quran There are ten internal rules of recitation of the Quran. Number 1. To realize the superiority and excellence of the Quran. God's word is self-existent attribute and mixed with his being and he expressed that attribute in human form and words to mankind. When the people became unable to appreciate the attribute of God, they are able to understand it through the means of his own attributes. If the glory and excellence of the words of God could not have been made understandable in the garb of words, the heaven and the earth could not stand to hear his words, and all things between them would have been smashed to pieces. If God had not made Moses patient and steady, he could not have remained without falling into swoon after hearing his words as the mountain had no power to remain steady, being attacked with God's brilliance. For this reason, a friend of God said, Every word of God kept in the guarded tablet is higher than the mountain of Kahaf. If all angels try to make a word short, they are unable to do it till the guard of the guarded tablet lifts it up and makes it short by the order of God. This is not because of the strength of the words, but the glorious God made it fit for human use dressed with words. A wise man said, We saw in the case of human beings that when they wish to make their domestic animal understand something, they mix some of the words with some unexpressed words of the animal and create some language to guide its nature. It can understand it by instinct and act accordingly. Similar is the case with man. Though he is unable to understand the perfectness, dignity, beauty, solemnity of God's words, the Prophet made them understand in such a manner a man conducts his animal by a strange language. The thoughts of the Qur'an were stated with such words that men can understand the wisdom of the Qur'an as a lower animal can understand the thought of a man by his hints and his voice, the root meaning of the wisdom lies concealed in these words and voices, but still it is honored on account of its meaning. Words are the bodies of wisdom and their meaning is the soul of wisdom and voice in their life. As a human body is honored for its internal soul, so the word of wisdom is honored for its voice. The word of God revealed has got high rank. It is just, judge and dear witness. It orders and prohibits. There is no such strength of a void thing. As shade is unable to stand before the brilliant rays of the Quran, so a man is unable to stand before the words of wisdom of the Quran. As the sight is unable to stand before the scorching rays of the sun, so a man has got no power to enter into the deepest recesses of wisdom. He takes so much ray of sun as he can see and knows 
his necessary things. In short, the word of God is like an unseen emperor in the deepest cover whose face is not visible but yet whose order is prevalent. The word of God is like the sun of which the rays are open but its constitution is secret like a radiant star. By its help the path of journey are seen. The word of God or the Quran is an invaluable treasure or an everlasting drink of life which prevents death or it is such a medicine for a disease which leaves no ailment if it is taken. Number 2. Honor the Quran containing the divine word. At the time of reciting the Quran, realize in a beautiful manner divine glory and think that you are reciting is not a human word. God says none shall touch it except the pure ones. As the external papers are preserved from touching of impure hands, so its secret meaning and wisdom are shut up from the internal mind if it is not free from all impurities and it is not illuminated by the light of honor and gravity. As the pages of the Quran cannot be touched by every body, so every tongue cannot utter the words of the Quran and every heart cannot understand its meaning. When Hazrat Ikrama, son of Abu Jahl, opened the Quran, he fainted and said, This is the word of my Lord. To honor his words, it is to honor him, and he is not honored till his attributes and mysteries of his creation are not pondered over. Till he knows that he is the creator of all things in the heaven and the earth, and that God gives them provision. Number three, to recite the Quran attentively after giving up one's own ideas. God says, O Ihya, hold fast to the book of God, O Yahya. It means that he should follow the book of God with industry and perseverance. He who remains busy in any enjoyment does not think of any other thing. Number four, to think about the Quran. Thinking about... The Quran comes after attention. For this reason, it should be read slowly as slow reading makes thinking possible. Ali ibn Abu Talib said, There is no good in the divine service in which there is no knowledge of religion. It has been said that once the Prophet read, In the name of the most compassionate, most merciful, twenty times thinking about its meaning. He recited the same verse again and again. Abu Zar said, the Prophet prayed with us one night. He recited the same verse again and again. That is this, if you punish them, they are merely your servants. And if you forgive them, you are oft forgiving and merciful. Say Sayyid bin Zubair once read the following verse repeatedly standing in prayer. O oh, the guilty be separate today. Abu Suleiman Darani said, I stood in prayer in four or five nights reciting only one verse. A certain sage of yesteryears passed six months by reciting only the chapter Hud. Number five, to understand the Quran. Realize true and correct meaning of every verse. Therein there are the descriptions of God's attributes, his wonderful creations, the stories of the prophets, the fate of the liars and how they were destroyed and descriptions of paradise and hell. Attributes of God God says there is nothing to be compared to Him. He is seeing and hearing. 
He says that he is pure, almighty, guardian, merciful, compassionate and glorious. Think of the meaning and significance of these names. Behind them there are inner meanings and none but God-gifted people can understand these things. Hinting at this, Ali ibn Abu Talib said, The Prophet did not inform me of any secret thing which was not disclosed to men. The real thing is God has given some people to understand them and they remain desirous of understanding them. Ibn Mas'ud said, He who desires to acquire knowledge of the previous and future people should seek it in the Qur'an. God's Actions God says He created the heaven and the earth and all other things. One who recites the Qur'an should learn from it God's attributes and His glory. He can be recognized, real truths sees it in everything as all things come from God and return to God and everything is found in on truth for Him and for His help. He who does not see it in every visible thing cannot recognize God. He who can know God knows that everything besides God is void and everything except God will be meeting destruction. He, if he sees his being due to the existence of God, he will see that he has come from God and that with God's power. If he walks in the path of servitude, he will exist and if he walks freely, he will not exist. This is the root of spiritual insight. He should therefore ponder over these verses. Don't you look at what you saw? Don't you look at what you have thrown semen? Don't you look at the water that you drink? Don't you look at the fire you enkindle? So think if these lines at the water, fire, crops and semen. Ponder over the elements with which man is created. It is only a drop of semen. Look at these different compositions. Flesh, bones, veins, head, hand, feet, liver, heart. Then all honorable attributes have been placed in it. The power of seeing, the power of hearing, wisdom, power of smell. He has been given attributes like anger, sexual passion, pride, etc. God says, does not... Does man not consider that I have created him from a drop of semen and that and he is then an open adversary? Conditions of the Prophets Think how the Prophets were given wonderful attributes and qualities for which they were op oppressed. Some of them were murdered and attributes and attributed falsehood. Think of the condition of the liars like Aad and Samud. Think how the rejecters of the truth were punished and take advice from their fate. There is no such new or old things which is not in the Quran. God says, if the sea were ink to describe the attributes of my Lord, it would become dry before it is describing all the attributes of my Lord. For this reason, Ali bin Abu Talib said, if I wish... I can load 70 camels with the tafsir of Surat Fatiha. The substance of what has been said is that care should be taken to understand and interpret the Quran. Number 6. To be free from the impediments of understanding. Majority of the people do not understand the meaning of the Quran. 
The reason is that the devil has closed the door of their hearts for which they are deprived of the secret meanings of the Quran. The Prophet said, If the devil would not have roamed over the hearts of men, they could have seen the mysteries of the unseen world. The real meaning of the Quran pertains to the unseen world. The thing which is outside the grasp of the five senses and cannot be grasped except by the light of sharp insight into the unseen world. Similar is the case with the meaning of the Quran. Four impediments to understanding the Quran. Number one, to remain busy in extracting words from the root of words. The devil works in this matter. He keeps attached with every Quran reader to keep him away from understanding its meaning. He recites the words repeatedly and yet he understands that he has not pronounced it correctly and rightly. In this way, all, this, all his thoughts are centered towards pronunciation. How can you understand the meaning of the Quran and come to him in these circumstances? Number two, to believe the sects blindly. The Quran reader praises the mazhabs or the sects and follows the opinions he heard from others. He believes them without ascertaining the truth or otherwise of the opinion of the sex and follows him blindly. He then becomes chained with the chain of belief of the sect and does not try to remove them. His look is dir directed towards what he has heard. A man of faith, firm faith, sees it as a snare of the devil and keeps away from such things. Sufyan Saori said, Sometimes learning becomes as if it were a screen. He understands learning as the opinion of his sect. Number three, to commit a sin repeatedly or to be proud or to remain immersed in worldly passions. There are, they are like dusts on the mirror and screen to the radiant star of truth. It is a great screen of the heart. The greater is the passion and greed in the mind, the greater is the screen over your mind and the lighter is the worldly burden on the mind, the greater is the light of understanding in a person's mind. Mind is like a mirror and greed and passion are like dust in the mind. For this reason the Prophet said, when my followers will consider their wealth as great, the fear of Islam will disappear from their hearts. When they will give up enjoining good and forbidding evil, they will be deprived of the blessings of revelation. Fuzel explained it by saying that they will be deprived of the understanding of the meaning of the Quran. God made a condition of the acceptance of Tawbah on understanding and repentance. God says this is the deep insight and reminder for every servant. God says, None but a repentant man will remember. God says, only the wise will remember. Number four, to accept open meaning and to believe that there is no inner meaning except the external meaning of the Quran. Ibn Abbas, Muzahid and other companions said that there is provision for explaining it according to individual opinion. If anybody explains it according to his opinion, let him seek an abode in hellfire. This is the greatest obstacle. He gets understanding from God, gives it. If open-minded, open meaning is accepted, 
then there arise differences therein. Number five, to give speciality to every verse. In other words, to give speciality to every call of the Quran. If you hear com commands and prohibitions of the Quran, then think this. This command has been given to me and this provision has been directed against me. If you hear any warning, consider that it has come to you. When you hear the stories of the prophets and early people, think that it is not merely a story for your information, but you are asked to take lesson from this story and to take whatever is necessary from this. This is surely some benefit for the prophet and for his followers in the subject matter of the Quran. For this reason, God says, I settle your mind therewith. So, the people should think by describing the stories of the prophets, God settled the mind of the prophet, gave him patience to bear troubles and hardships, made him firm in religion so that God's victory can be seen by him. How will you not be able to do it when the Quran was not revealed only for the prophet alone, but it is a medicine for all diseases, and it is a guide for all. It is a blessing for all, the light for the whole universe. So God has directed all men to get blessings by the help of the Quran. God says, remember the blessings of God on you all, and what has been revealed to you all from the book and the wisdom with which you admonish them. God says, I have revealed upon you all such a Quran in which there is description of yesteryears. Don't you then mind it? God says, I have revealed the reminder to you that you may explain to the people what has been revealed upon you. God says, follow the best out of what has been revealed to you from your Lord. There, this is the guide for the people and a guide and a blessing for those who believe firmly. God says the Quran is an explainer to the people, a guide for its followers and an admonisher. In these verses, all the people have been addressed and not a particular person. The reader of the Quran are also amongst them. For this reason, their objective will be, as God says, this Quran has been revealed unto me that I may warn you therewith and those to whom it reaches. Muhammad bin Qab said, He who reads the Quran speaks with God as it were. A learned man said, The Quran is an embodiment of some letters which have come to us with God's promise so that we may understand them in prayer, so that we may ponder over them in loneliness and admit them in our religious affairs and the sunnah which is followed. Malik bin Dinar said, The Quran is the fountain of a believer, just as the rain is the fountain of the earth. God says it is a cure and a blessing for the believer, and it increases nothing but loss to the oppressors. Number 8. Mind influenced by reading. As there are different verses, so different thoughts should fall into your mind. You should have changed the condition and thoughts according to the meaning of each verse. So, in your mind, there should be feeling of sorrow, fear, and hope. You should find forgiveness and blessings attached with some verses. And a wise mind tries to get, as God says, I am forgiving to one who is repentant and who has got faith and does good deeds and who finds guidance.
this forgiveness is based on four conditions repentance faith good deeds and guidance god says man is surely in loss except those who have faith and do, do good deeds advise one another with truth and patience like surat asr he mentioned four conditions even in this verse god says god's blessing is near those who do good to people sufyan saori said by god if a man reads the quran in the morning and brings faith in it his sorrow in increases his happiness reduces his ha actions increase and his comforts decrease the prophet once said to ibn masud recite the quran to men he said i began to recite surah nisa when i reach this verse how will it be when i shall bring every people with witness and bring you as a witness over them i saw them that their eyes were shedding tears the prophet said to me this is sufficient now seeing this condition my mind began to be filled up with fear those were god fearing people who used to faint even if they heard some verses of the quran and even some of them met with instant death god says how many signs are there in the heavens and the earth which pass by them and they turn their faces from them a wise man said who recites the quran and does not imbue himself with that idea god says to him what connection have you got with my word you have turned your face from me the sinner who reads the quran repeatedly is like a man who reads the letter of the king repeatedly therein there is an order for him for making his reign firm but he remains busy to recite it and thinks that to read the letter is sufficient enough if he does not read the letter and acts contrary to the order of the king his order is hated and he becomes an object of wrath of the king he who acts contrary to the commands of the quran is guilty according to this verse they throw it behind them and take a small price in lieu of it how bad is what that they have purchased the prophet said recite the quran till you pay attention to it until the skin of your body is all right close it when this condition does not remain god says when the god, when god is remained reminded to them their hearts become soft and when the verses are read out to them their faith increases and they rely over their lord the prophet said the sweet voice in reciting the quran is that of a man who fears god when he makes his recitation the prophet said the quran is not heard from anybody so sweet as it is heard from the fear god fearing people when the prophet expired he left behind 20000 companions out of whom only 6 had committed the quran by heart majority of the companions committed only one or two chapters they moved their tongue very little as the quran reciters without action are fit to receive rebuke according to the following verse if a man turns away from my remembrance there is narrow provision for him and he will be raised up blind on the day of resurrection this verse is also applicable to him this my verse comes to you but you forgot it you will be forgotten on that day in a similar manner number 9 to raise up your mind raise up your mind by reciting the quran so much that you are hearing the words of god 
there are three excellences in reciting the Quran. The lowest excellence is that the man should think that he recites the Quran standing before God and that he sees and hears his recitation. At this time, he should invoke and pray. Secondly, your mind will bear witness at the time of reading the Quran that God sees you and that God is speaking secretly with you. You should apply your full mind to it and be careful in its understanding. Thirdly, you will see God in the recitation of the Quran and God's attributes. The reciter who is outside these three things gets the rank of heedless people. Imam Jafar Sadiq said, with regards to the highest rank, by God, God disclosed God's light to his servants in his words, but they do not see it. He once fell in swoon in prayer, that means he fell unconscious. When he regained his senses, he said, I was repeatedly reciting the words of the Quran in my heart, and then I heard it as it were from his author. My body could not stand God's glory. If the mind is raised high, one can get the sweetness in, in invocation. Usman and Huzaifa said, If the mind becomes pure, it cannot remain satisfied only with the recitation of the Quran. Sage Sabit Bonani said, I bore hardships for 20 years and I have been getting God's gift for the last 20 years. One can become fit for this verse on account of his sight of the author of the words. Flee towards God. In other words, do not set up partners with God. He who does not see God in his every action sees someone else and he who looks to anything except God sees towards a secret shirk. To see anybody in any action except God is sincere tawheed. Number 10. To be free from one's own strength and ability and not to see towards himself with the eye of pleasure and purity. When you read the words of praise of pious men, don't include yourself amongst them, but hope that God may include you amongst them. When you read the verse of punishment of the transgressors, think that this verse is about you. Ibn Omar used to say, O oh God, I seek forgiveness from you for my sins and my infidelity. Section 4. To interpret the Quran according to individual opinion. The Prophet said, If a man explains the Quran according to his opinion, let him seek his house in hell. The learned man who explains it according to its literal meaning accused the Sufis for their explanation. They explained the words of the Quran which Ibn Abbas or other companions did not make. The spirit of the above hadith is that the Quran should be interpreted according to the sayings and doings of the Prophet. Differences arise when it is believed that there is no meaning of the Quran except its open meaning. The meaning of the Quran is wide to the wise. Ali bin Abu Talib said, God has given his servant the understanding of the Qur'an. If it is not without the tafsir of the early sages, what is the meaning of this understanding? The Prophet said there are surely for the Qur'an open meanings, secret meanings, limits and different steps. Ali bin Abu Talib said, If I wish, I can load 70 camels with tafsir of Surat Fatiha. What is its meaning? 
Hazrat Abu Darda said, Nobody can be faqih till he accepts the Quran in different forms. A certain learned man said, There are sixty meanings of every verse. Another learned man said, The Quran is the embodiment of seventy seven thousand two hundred learnings, as every word is a learning and it is increased four times. Every word has got its external and internal meanings and has got high, higher and highest steps. The Prophet once recited Bismillah twenty times. For what purpose was it required to repeatedly accept for its inner meaning? Hazrat Ibn Mas'ud said, when, If a man desires to gain knowledge of the earlier and future people, he should ponder over the Qur'an. It is not acquired by external tafsir. The Qur'an speaks of God's glory and might which are unlimited. Therefore, the explanations of the Qur'an are unlimited. The Prophet said, read the Qur'an and search for its unknown matters. The Prophet said about Ali bin Abu Talib, by one who sent me with the truth, my followers will be divided into 73 sections in matters of fundamental principles of religion and jama. Every section will be misguided and called towards hell. When it occurs, hold firm to the book of God as it contains the stories of your predecessors and successors and decision about what you defer. Whose opposes the Quran amongst the transgressors, God will punish him. Who search for the meanings other than the Quran, God misguides him as the Quran is the firmest tie, open light and benefiting medicine. If anybody holds it firm, it protects him. If one follows it, it gives him salvation. If there is no cutting of the miracles of the Quran and it does not become old from repeated readings. When the Prophet told Huzaifa of different sections and differences, he asked him, O Prophet of God, if I get that time, what would you order me to do? He said, learn the book of God and act upon it as there is salvation in it. Ali bin Abu Talib said, He who understands the Qur'an acquires all the learnings together. There is a hint in this that the Qur'an contains all the learnings. The Qur'an says, He who has been given wisdom has been given abundant good. Ibn Abbas explained this word wisdom as knowledge of the Qur'an. God says, I gave Suleiman knowledge, wisdom and learning. What has been given to him was termed as wisdom and learning. The speciality which has been given to him in is learning and it has been given to him before wisdom. Regarding the external meanings of the Quran, there are innumerable sayings of the Prophet. The Prophet said, He who interprets the Quran according to his own opinion should seek his abode in hell. Thus he prohibited individual interpretation according to their own opinion. Abu Bakr said, If I interpret the Quran according to my own opinion, what world will give me protection and what sky will give me shade? This prohibition has two objectives. The first objective is to limit it in hadith and tafsir and not to discover new meanings and to give up independent thinking. The second objective is other than that. If it is 
If its objective is that man cannot interpret the Quran except according to the standard tafsir, it is void for the reasons given below. Number one, one condition of interpretation is that it should rest upon the interpretation of the Prophet, if it is accepted. Tafsir of, of Ibn Abbas and Ibn Mas'ud cannot be accepted as they had their opinions also therein. Number two, there are different opinions regarding the interpretation of some verses amongst the companions. It is not possible for them to be unanimous. Everybody did not interpret it after hearing it from the Prophet, then their own opinion are fit to be rejected. It is well known that the interpreter, interpreters extracted many meanings by applying their intellect. Even they had seven interpretations of the abbreviated words at the beginning of a chapter. So how can it be said that they interpreted them by hearing everything from the Prophet? The Prophet prayed for Ibn Abbas by saying, O God, give him knowledge in theology and give him learning of interpretation. What is then the meaning of his special prayer for Ibn Abbas if interpretation cannot come except from God, from the words of the Prophet? Number four, those who d discover meaning by their own intellect know it certainly. In this verse, to discover meaning by exercise of intellect by the learned men has been spoken of. To discover open meaning is different from what is hard. The tradition regarding the interpretation of the Quran is opposed to this verse. So it appears that it is incorrect to impose condition of tafsir only if all the interpretations and it's lawful to discover the meaning of the Quran according to the limit of one's intelligence and intellect. There are therefore two reasons for the prohibition of Quran interpretation according to one's opinion. One reason is that a man has got his own individual opinion with regards to every matter and actually he is inclined to that opinion. He also interprets the Quran according to his own wishes and desires to serve his own end. For this reason he thinks that his interpretation is correct and lawful. He recites the Quranic verses to support his opinion. Thus he decries his adversary and he knows that this is not the real meaning. This is the interpretation according to one's own misguided opinion. The Prophet said, Eat pre-dawn tiffin as there is blessing in it. They interpret it as zikr in place the real meaning of tiffin. The Quran says, go to Fir'aun as he has transgressed the limit. They interpret the word Fir'aun as heart. Number two, to discover the meaning of those verses which are not understandable and short without hadith and tafsir. Uh, he who is not an expert in external meanings and discovers their meanings only by intellect commits many mistakes. He belongs to that class of men who interpret it according to their opinion. After at first, there is a necessity of hadith and tafsir for external meanings in order to be free from mistakes. And then, with the advancement of knowledge, meanings come from the intellect. He who claims to have internal meanings of the Quran without at first being an expert in the external meanings is like a man who claims to have reached the interior of the house without first approaching its door or like a man who claims to have understood the objective of a Turk without understanding the Turkish language. To learn open meaning, 
is like learning knowledge and a language. In tafsir, there is explanation of also internal meanings. For instance, God says, I gave to the nation of Samud a she-camel, an open sign, but they made oppression on account of it. Here the word sign is omitted. He will interpret it openly by saying that the she-camel had the power of sight and was not blind. God says, on account of their infidelity, drink of the calf was given to their hearts. In other words, they thought the worship of the calf as dear on account of their infidelity. Here to think dear has been omitted. God says, I gave you the taste of life on the taste of death. In other words, I gave you the taste of severity of punishment of life and of death. The word punishment has been omitted in this verse. God says, ask the city where we were and the mountain to which we proceeded. In other words, ask the inhabitants of the town and the mountains. The word inhabitants has been omitted. God says it has become heavy in heavens and the earth. In other words, it has, be it has been made secret for the inhabitants of the heavens and the earth. God says, you make your provisions such as if you're telling lies. In other words, you express gratefulness for your provisions. God says, I have revealed it in the blessed night. In other words, I have revealed the Quran in the blessed night. God says, till it becomes covered with screen. It here means the sun. God says, peace be upon Ali Asin. The, other, the later word means Ilyas. The word Karin has got different meanings. It means angel in this verse. His companion, angel, said, He who is near me is a rebel. It means the devil in this verse. His companion, devil, said, O our Lord, I have not misguided him. Similarly, the word Ummah has got different meanings in the Quran. It means a group of men in this verse. He saw a party of men to give drink of water. It means the followers of the Prophet in this verse. We belong to the followers of Muhammad It means the possessors of all virtue in this verse. Ibrahim was a possessor of all virtues. It means an age in this verse. Up to a fixed age, similar is the case with the meaning of the word ruh. To interpret the same subject gradually. God says the month of Ramazan in which the Quran has been revealed, this verse does not disclose when it was revealed, day or night. The next verse says, I revealed it in a blessed night. This verse first speaks of revelation by night. Then this verse was revealed, I revealed it in the blessed night. Then to take an internal meaning of the verse, Tafsir is not sufficient. God says, you have not shot arrows when you shoot arrows, but God shot arrows. The external meaning of the sentence is clear, but its internal meaning is one secret, as there is therein the meaning of both throwing arrows and not throwing arrows, which are contradictory to each other. So the knowledge of reason of throwing is essential. The reason for which it is said that you did not throw arrows but God threw arrows is in the following verse. Fight them, fight with them, God will punish them through their hands, through your hands. 
This lies in the deep ocean of spiritual knowledge. Firstly, know that the action of a man is tied up with his strength and that strength is tied up with the power of God. Every verse of the Quran similarly has got a secret meaning. It is clear to those whose hearts are clear of impurities of thoughts and ideas. So open tafsir are not sufficient for understanding the internal meanings of the Quran. These internal meanings are not opposed to the external meanings. Only God knows best. Jazakallah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.